0: is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly.
1: Episode 210, Sun and Fun Open Pod Night, Part 3, coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast.
0: Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Neuville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri.
1: Well folks, welcome to the third part of the Open Pod Night. At Sun and Fun, a first, of course, for Sun and Fun and Sun and Fun Radio. We're having an open podcasting night. We have many different podcasters that were on, and it was such an incredible conversation we had in the past two hours. Let's go to the third hour of the podcast, or excuse me, of the live broadcast, and uh, we'll talk to you after that. And I uh, hope you enjoy this because this is, we're hoping that we love your feedback because we're, we're going to probably do this again next year. We really enjoyed recording this.
2: And we are live at Sun and Fun Radio, 1510 on your AM dial, or you're probably listening to us streaming on liveatc.net slash sunandfun, or if you're really slow about it, you're listening to this in one of our podcast feed. But either way, we're live right now, and we're with the all-knowing, great analyzer of incidents, Max Trescott.
3: Uh, Karnak. Oh, wait, No. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I I have a question here for you right now. I'm holding it the envelope in front of my head. So <laughs> no, I mean that's the that's the thing. I think it's it's interesting that you set it up that way, because I think that is probably the Achilles heel of becoming a more and more proficient pilot is getting to the point where you think, oh, you know it all, and I think that's that's probably uh, one of those points where. We start to see more accidents. I think people start to get more complacent because oh, we're doing this the same way every day, and oh, it's just a, it's just another routine flight. And so, I I mean, I think your setup's kind of, you know, interesting in the sense that whoa, none of us, I think, ever want to get to the point where I think we're all knowing because that's that's dangerous.
2: Is to bring you not to bring you down, to make you more accessible because the, the problem you've got, and I, miss it in a a magazine that well, I'll call them out. Flying magazine used to have unique. Uh, the, an article they called uh, Unicom, where you could write in dumb questions anonymously, and being able to go ask somebody a dumb question like, dude, how do I file a pilot report, or dude, how do I call for fuel on the on the taxiway? Because these are some of the questions that you may ever you know, you were, you're like, uh, 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 or come to you and going, hey, how do I fill out this form?
3: Yeah, well, they're, I always try and tell everybody there are no dumb questions, and often when I'm then teaching what do I somebody, ask most of the time, well, no, no, but I, what, I often hear that as a preface <laughs> when I'm teaching someone, and I try and get them to not. Feel that there are any Because I don't want them To be inhibited It's important as a pilot To never feel inhibited You should always ask All questions uh, And that's part of What we devote On the Aviation News Talk Podcast is Listener questions So at the very end Of the show There's always one Two or three Listener questions That have been submitted Some of them are recorded Which is kind of fun Because then they don't Have to hear me talk For the entire hour uh, But that's that's part of The fun as well And we get such a Wide diverse range Of questions I'll tell you which ones you know, I answer the first Those are the ones I know the answer to <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know it's quite a humbling experience too Once you get a lot of hours And you start realizing How much you really don't know the more knowledge you have, you really start Wondering, you know, what is what is it? All the intricacies about what I do No matter what it is in life, flying, anything else You know, I had somebody on who uh, Just got 10,000 hours In a P-51 Mustang, Lee Lauterbach, And oh, he, yeah. he actually said to me He says, you know, I'm constantly learning About this aircraft I mean, after flying 10,000 hours in a P-51 He's constantly learning the intricacies And you know, I've always said, you know, after I'm in a plane for 5,000 hours I'm still learning about it and I can imagine after 10,000 hours I mean the reason being is that you start noticing things just like when you're a student pilot you're looking through this hole. Now you're looking through a much bigger one.
3: Well, and I think that's the benefit of specializing. I decided early on to specialize in glass cockpit aircraft. I did briefly tailwheel instruction. It's like, no, no, I don't want to be a jack of all trades. I want to do, you know, something incredibly well. And I think that benefits customers who then you know, are trying to learn from you because they're going to learn a lot faster from someone who's a, an expert in a particular area rather than a jack of all trades CFI who you know flies with whomever happens to uh, you know come by them. Uh, So, yeah, I think when you think about aviation, the goal for a pilot should be mastery of the aircraft. You should want to learn every possible thing you can about the airplane that you fly most often. And I, I tell people, you know, when you're dealing with something that can kill you, you really want to know as much about it as possible. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're, you know, a snake handler or an alligator wrestler, you know, <laughs> any of these things, you want to know your trade incredibly well. And I think as pilots, that's always the goal. It's kind of like always shooting for the hole in one, always trying to have the perfect flight. Uh, and so for me, even though I specialize in the Cirrus and only teach in the Cirrus. Yes, I'm constantly learning uh, new little things about the aircraft. But uh, I think the benefit again there, if you look at the accident rate, recently saw uh, data that said uh, 16 out of the 18 accidents in Cirruses that have had CFIs on board. 16 of those were not factory trained CSEP instructors, uh, and so you know the, it just shows you the people who are getting the factory training. Those are the ones that are helping keep keep people safe. Expertise is important. That's for
1: sure. Indeed. And people that are and the the thing about the factory training too is not just the initial training, but it's the consistent, recurrent training that yep, they do true, you know, in, every, just, airplane. in every, every airplane. You see it at the airlines, and that's why their rates are so low, is because of the fact that they're constantly being trained.
3: And I can only hope that someday GA gets anywhere close to that rate. Of course, we have a lot of limitations. You yeah, know, you've no. got two pilot crews, you're flying above the weather, right. you've got better equipment, better training. But yes, that's, that's the goal that GA should be aspiring for, is to, to get zero fatalities. And I think we all should, you know, try to keep going in that direction like we have been.
1: And uh, I think your podcast has been a real inspiration and also moved that needle a little bit there. And that's what we're trying to do is move that needle closer to safer flying.
3: Yeah, my goal is to try and save some lives. I've already had one person contact me and said, yes. "Boy, something you said to me saved my life." And wow, you know, when when somebody tells you that, you realize you're making a difference. Cool thing about being an instructor. <laughs> right there. <laughs> right. Well,
2: and I like your podcast cuz I love the analysis of incidents hmm. that's the, what i'm more in i, I yeah. enjoyed that part of it but speaking of instructing uh we're carl we're joined here on the deck by oh, yeah. derek fallon Hello. and dave allen hey and they're the flying with a uh, flying with a purpose
4: yes here we are Hello. I've, seen, I've seen them on youtube somewhere
1: yeah, I I've seen him on guys. YouTube. <laughs> Can I just
4: echo what you were just saying, though? Like one of yeah. my, fa- I was talking to uh, to Max offline a few uh, uh, yesterday or today. I can't remember. The days run together when you're at Sun and Fun right? Yes, they do. Uh, about the episode, he just—you may have already talked about this because I just got on the, on on the headset. But the episode you just had about the uh, young lady student pilot with the engine out going on a cross country, where the engine—it actually, sorry, it wasn't engine out—oil uh, on the windscreen. Yep, completely covering it. And. Just this storytelling that went in there Sucked me right in And um, I was emotionally... Uh, invested in yeah. that in that flying story and yeah. just listening to what was going on and just try, it, it brought me into the cockpit with her mm-hmm. uh, so just bravo Zulu to your to your storytelling ability great job it was excellent and I, I like I enjoy your show your your podcast just as much as anybody great thanks so much I had people contact me and said they cried when they listened to that particular episode I, I you know,
3: that's, that's what I'm striving to do is to find the driveway moments for people you know they come back home and they just stay in the
4: car they don't want to go inside they want to finish hearing the rest of the story oh yeah I was telling my girlfriend about it I was like I cannot believe this girl that's reading the story isn't even the one that was involved and here I am she's like I I, I feel like she's the one that was in the cockpit so yeah yeah, great stuff keep it up thank you
5: well
2: speaking of you know hard acts to follow or at least doing the impossible thing Derek you're having to train Dave
6: it's uh, (laughs) it's challenging work (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're having a good time, and uh, we're watching him take each small step towards his private pilot's certificate.
2: Very small and steps. Yeah, oh. now walk us through this. The, what What is the basis, and start us with episode zero, and then... Set it up
4: So I I actually You know I run the morning show Me and my co-host Mike Lab We we take over the radio station From 7am to 9am And last year We were looking for another guest For our Sunday show This is Sunday of Sun and Fun 2018 And I said Hey Derek uh, I've never met you in person But I know you Through a mutual friend of ours And uh, hey Do you want to come be on the radio I, I found out later That he was Not enthusiastic about the idea He wanted to do it But he was kind of panicking But he comes and joins us I've
6: never been on the radio before (laughs) So he comes and joins us
4: Joins us on the radio. And he for, wakes up so early. I know it's brutal. <laughs> so for two hours, we talk about flight training and and about you know just aviation in general here on Sun and Fun Radio from the mobile studio. It was a great morning. It was a great Beautiful. day. And so Watch shortly planes take off. Yeah, watching planes depart. Yeah, and so the at the end of that, uh, the probably the following week, he calls me into his office because he's local to me, and says, "Hey, I got this idea. Let's try this," and it's. For the fun of it Literally He says This just sounds like fun I'll teach you to fly You make YouTube videos And let's just make this happen And so we started A a YouTube channel Called Flight Review Where we're documenting My private pilot training From cradle to grave On YouTube And we're We're mounting 10 cameras On a Cessna 172 Mm Could we get a different name for this? Okay. not cradle to grave. let well, that's true. Cradle, cradle to sky. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I like your, I like your. I like the way you think about
3: that. I'm always looking at risk management here. I see a problem. That's see, a good
4: analysis. This is. This is. I learned something already. Another instructor is jumping in here. So, uh, so so we just did it for Notice the fun. Notice he of it. didn't correct you on cradle. Right. Yeah. It, definitely that. That's about where I'm at. You know, um, and I have a lot of flying experience, and I don't ever try to 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 tell people that I'm doing this from the beginning but I am still learning just like any other student and, and it's
6: tough for me as an instructor because he's a good pilot and he already knows how to fly so conceptually like understanding turning the airplane and doing all those things and so if I ask him to show me slow flight or show me steep turns it's fine it's always really good but um, it, it's, it's almost unbelievable when you watch it because you're like he's so good at flying already because he's got all this flight experience but he has never actually done the lessons you know in order,
4: and so we're actually doing them in order we opened the, the yeah, we started at
6: zero, just like he has zero experience. Yeah.
4: I think the only thing we skipped was the discovery flight because I think I've figured out that I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I had
6: to sell him on it,
4: yeah I'm so, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, about a few episodes in, i said i said here here's an idea. Um, think about it, and give it some consideration. We should do a podcast. Just to kind of cover the gaps in between our episodes and what we're what we're not doing He's like I'm in I'm, I didn't feel like either really thought about it too no. much, but it's so fun. flying with a purpose was born from that and and that came because. Um, you know, he he says, "Let's fly with a purpose." In a lot of the episodes, you'll hear him say, "Let's fly with a purpose." Make sure you're on your on your speed. Flying with a purpose means you're mm-hmm. managing your speed. Flying with a purpose means you're 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 managing your pitch. And so, you know, there's a lot of things. It's it's a lot to learn to fly. And I I, I can fly an airplane. I cannot land an airplane. And There's a lot of things that I can't do because I haven't been trained on those things yet. <laughs> and so, I don't. I don't pretend to be a pilot. <laughs> I can fly an airplane, but I don't pretend to be a pilot, and I'm not. And one of these days I will be, but um, this, is, this, this Flying With a Purpose podcast is basically, okay, well, what if you could ask a CFI anything? What if you could do that? So I, I basically put a few questions out there on, on the tube and said, hey, what if you had a question for a CFI, what would it be? And I got all kinds of questions. And so that was our first few mm-hmm. episodes. So we're
6: just answering questions that people couldn't ask, or maybe they don't feel comfortable asking their CFI directly because they want it to be anonymous
2: what i want to ask you derek Hmm? is how much are you aware of the fact that there's 10 cameras in here and you know how much does that affect you from reaching over
6: and going you stupid
2: bee, we, you're gonna bee, we had our first kill. Bleep, but
6: you have to watch the episode to see it you do you
2: know and then reaching over and just trying to you know smack him upside the head and going no don't
6: do that well it's tough you know and you, we want it to be a professional instructing environment on the video and stuff like that and it always is you know but we're people and you know there there are minor terror moments And stuff like that during flight training, especially practicing landings and things like that. Uh, And, you know, or practicing (laughs) landings. Or, you know, just uh, anything when it just slips out of your mouth or something like that. So there are a couple moments that we edit out, you know, obviously for context and stuff like that and and content that we
4: don't.
2: But are you you constantly aware that there's cameras on you? Yeah. Uh, That's one of the
6: questions we ask. We're
4: aware of the cameras, but understand the cameras are part of the pre flight and that's where they stay. I you know we pre-flight the airplane, we mount the cameras and we turn them on and then we fly. The cameras, I don't care what happens to the cameras between now and then. If one of them dies, it dies. If one of you know we don't we well, we may speak to a camera hoping it's actually recording, but at that point, you know, we're not we're not focused on the cameras. We're focused on the flying. Yeah. And that's the important thing. So you is,
6: just eventually forget about them. I mean, you know they're there. You know why you're flying the flight, but you don't You don't constantly think about it. I'm just teaching.
2: All right, now I want to throw that question to the other two flight instructors on mic.
1: Knowing that the... That cameras are yeah, out there Yeah,
2: there be cameras on you
1: how You know, I? honestly that My my whole My day job I have a microphone Next to me all the time And that's a cockpit voice recorder So I know that I'm being recorded All the time And every mistake I make Can be replayed mm. But uh, I'm used to being on TV So uh, I'm, I'm kind of used to Making sure that I don't Pick my nose At the wrong time Or I go into the other room To, to do whatever Or straighten something up Or, or No embarrassing moments But It doesn't it, No matter how much you prepare you're gonna have that old bleep moment
6: I make mistakes all the time yeah. flight instructor and we just let it ride yeah that's good because it, my instructors watch the the videos and listen to the podcast to hear what my mistakes are so that they can be better instructors or they see a better technique. It, it goes both ways. Yeah. You see positives
3: and negatives. And that's the key thing for an instructor. You have mm-hmm. to be honest when you make a mistake. Exactly. I, I think there are probably some instructors out there like, oh, I don't want people to know I made that mistake. It's like, well, how do people learn that what they just observe you do wrong is not the right thing to do? Yeah. So yes, we, anytime we have to fess up.
6: You have to debrief primacy mistakes immediately. Yes. yes. There's, yeah. an,
4: there's an episode of our podcast Flying With a Purpose where I was able to talk Derek into telling the story of one of his early flights as a flight instructor, one of his early times mm-hmm. as a flight instructor, where he almost got himself I killed. Didn't want to,
6: I didn't want to tell the story. And he but but me he did. It. But yeah. I, we talked about it and we kept it as anonymous as possible knowing that I was one of the crew members in the, in the airplane. But it was, it, was it was a
4: great story. I think it's it, so far it's my favorite episode we've done because just listening to you tell the story of, of he, it, I think what made me respect that episode more than any was the fact that as you're telling the story, you're like I was upset. At, I was upset at the other person. I was upset. You say, and it's literally it's a student, right? I, I was upset at the student, but I was really more upset with myself because I screwed up. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't follow through. I messed up. And so, the, for me to hear that come from my instructor. I'm just like, man, this is this is amazing. And now it, it puts things into perspective for me personally. Boy, I think
3: all pilots face the same challenges. As instructors, we have to make sure we're not complacent after we've done something the 12,000th time. But I think as pilots, uh, we also have to make sure that we don't kind of feel like, oh, yeah, I got... X thousands of hours I got this nailed Because as soon as you Start to think that Oops you know, That's when You're going to happen yeah. uh, And I have uh, We probably Had the same experience as I have <laughs> I have been to Multiple pilot funerals Which is always Kind of sad When these people Die in accidents And invariably People there say And he was Such a good pilot And I truly believe That that was true uh, but even if you're a great pilot, you're only as good as that last decision that you made. And I exactly.
6: think that's the
4: challenge. We've got to consistently make good decisions every time. I really and love it, what you just said. We are only as good as the last decision you made. Yeah. Think Everyone's
6: that. afraid when it comes down to who's going to get in trouble and where are the dollar signs? Mm. And that's what they're thinking about in the cockpit instead of thinking about saving their lives. I tell my students all the time, I don't care if you put the plane in the water. If that's what saves your life in an engine failure, just land land somewhere that you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. You know, to make the most effective choices that cause you to not get hurt. Everything else we can figure out later. And I think a lot of people make the decision like, oh, I have a problem with the airplane, but I need to get it back to my home airport. And that's a huge mistake. So we, we need to avoid that.
3: Yeah, and I, that's exactly similar to what I was just thinking, which is, I think pilots, when they go flying, the goal they have is, oh, I'm going to go from A to B. That's the wrong goal. The goal is to have a safe landing somewhere at the end of the day. Yeah. That should be the goal of every exactly. Exam.
2: Well, and I wanted to have you guys comment, because way back when, when I learned to flying, literally it was posted on the wall. The, fir- you know, the first rule of aviation was don't kill the flight instructor. And they really kind of enforced that. And then after that, it was, you know, aviate navigate communicate but rule he kept you know my instructor kept pointing back to the rule number
3: one don't kill the flight instructor (laughs) that that is rule number one because we all like to be home at night that's true (laughs)
1: Amen to that. Well, Max Truscott, it's great having you here. Uh, Where
3: can they find you on the internet as far as your podcast? Oh, an easy place to go is just to aviationnewstalk.com. You can click on contact at the top or click on listener question at the top and submit a question. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. Just look for Max Truscott, Truscott with a T. Awesome It was great having you on here It's always We always learn something When we listen to Max
1: Trescott That's the one one Carl you and I Have
3: both been on Podcasts with each other Multiple times Yes many times It's it's great to catch up here And in person Exactly I I don't think we've ever met In
1: person have we I think you're right Yeah This is so cool (laughs) And this is a common theme It is is. And the the reason for the night Exactly Yeah Which is, is And a great testament To what you're doing here At Launchpad Thanks so much Max You bet Thanks so much Max and
2: we're still here with Dave. And, you know, and Derek, Dave's doing something right now that I want you to reach over and smack him like, you know, you're in your the phone. aircraft. Get off your phone, teenager. <laughs> I, I was
4: tweeting a Max Trescott quote. <coughs> Sorry.
1: Had to do that. We're having that problem with the airlines a lot now. Uh, yeah, not getting the, yeah, can't get the pilots out there, their phones while they're taking off. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Uh, and it, it, it keeps going that way You know yep. It's uh, I'm not dissing on you But I'm just saying it's, it's something that I think These mobile devices We forget that they're attached And I, I know guys uh, I'd stop the plane Put the brake on Say hey Turn that thing off so before we move any further, because uh, that just got put on the the recorder that that movement or that ding that we just heard. Yeah. Um, the devices are great; they make it a lot safer, but they also have to be used properly. So what sure. we focus anyway.
6: on in the flight school is we're going to make sure that it's an aviation app only yes. that they're utilizing, yeah. you know, like, hey, you've got your four flight up or you've got your Garmin Pilot up, so and that's th- it.
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was, that was well, awesome. Glad to do it.
2: A <laughs> different thing is that. Um, let's deviate a little bit into the legal end of this. Is is your uh, flight school cool with the, you know releasing and putting this on the air?
4: Considering yeah. that he owns it. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, but you you got to admit there is some there is some you know I don't know if your legal department briefed you on it or said you know okay this is all right or you know if there was any forms that you.
6: Committed and put in a filing cabinet for later use or something. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not doing anything that anybody else isn't able to access through information anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's all out there. So, and it's not really instruction. We're we're documenting his experience, um, and I'm not taking someone how this is how you do a steep turn in a Cessna 172. You put the power here. You fly this airspeed. You turn to this bank angle. You pull. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking to the students. I'm instructing dave and dave's being observed by the other people on on youtube basically
1: You know, it's interesting, the other people's airplanes is one of the reasons you were able to get into so many other aircraft, and it was so much fun to watch. Now you're not in other people's, you're on your own now. You're flying something, and and you're moving forward, which is, I've been hearing this for so many years, Dave, it's about time. This is great. (laughs) This is awesome that you actually finally are are taking the time to go get your license, and I think that's really cool, uh, the fact that this is a passion that you've had for so many years, and now instead of having to be in someone else's plane, having them pilot the aircraft Now you can
4: And the fun thing about this is You know Right now, we're we're calling this in the in the in the YouTube channel. We're calling this season one. Uh, David gets his private, but you know, Derek and I have talked a lot of times about okay, what happens next because it's not going to end there. And um, you know, the d- there's there's Melbourne flight training, which is really who who does the the, yeah. the, the training. But his uh, Derek's this is a family affair for Derek and his his wife. Uh, they own Fallon Aviation, and so you know, part of this is to to build visibility for for those two but that's not the primary focus the primary focus is just to build excitement in aviation all around because we're promoting it once we promote aviation, this just sounds like fun, right? And so, as, as we're promoting aviation, everybody wins. And so, what's season two? I don't know. Maybe it's time building for me, hey, flying around Florida, hitting all the hundred-dollar hamburger restaurants. Uh, season three is I get my instrument reading. Season four is is whatever, you know. Season eight now David's a CFI and he's going to teach his son how to fly. You know, wh- who knows where this thing goes from now? But uh, right now, it's just it's fun. It's 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 more good quality aviation content and and. The 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 Podcast flying with a purpose is just Going to be I I don't really know Where that's going to go either but right now We're having fun just answering questions and Asking and answering questions and Where do we go from, from here I don't know We'll see where it goes but it's fun to put a mic in front of Derek and just ask him a question <laughs> and listen to his answer because we get gold and, and people are getting we've already gotten emails from listeners who are saying that um, you know that they're that they've learned something and they're able to use it in their own flight training and we, we've never met these people and it's just it's a lot of fun yeah All
1: right. and remind I, I, us how they can find you as a flight instructor you're over in Melbourne not yeah. Melbourne 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 flight training yeah.
6: we're at uh, KMLB airport KMLB uh, it's on the space coast Um uh, about the center of Brevard County. Um, yeah, and about
4: 30 miles south of Cape Canaveral.
6: Yeah, we're on the north side of Atlantic Jet Center, and we have 10 airplanes total available to the to the flight students. Cool. Mostly 172s. We have a Cirrus class cockpit trainer, and then we have a Beach Duchess twin trainer. Ooh, right. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So the we, Duchess we, is gorgeous. We we edit. Edit. I, I love the Duchess. The Duchess. We yeah, take people do. all the way from... Zero to we they do CFI training with me or with uh, one of my other instructors with a lot of experience
4: well, and I they mean, become most, CFIs
6: for us. A lot
4: of the people become instructors for Derek. If you, I mean, you, you want to do that, you know, Derek's going to hire you as an instructor, and you can train the next people up, and build some time.
6: And we have a good culture. We really, uh, I think a lot of flight schools fail where they don't provide the customer service. Uh, they don't really care what the student thinks. We care what the student thinks, and we keep them involved in their training. Uh, from the beginning to the end and we keep them informed on what the best decision is for them instead of just making the decision for them and then billing them for it we, we, we say hey this is the path that you're going this is what we think you should do and we take them there and so, we all we, we're just really close communication with the customer
1: and they can do all their
6: ratings all of them
1: instrument multi-engine mm-hmm. commercial CFI double I
6: MEI, MEI. Well, I do ATP training ATP so I, I, I can do So if somebody comes in With an, uh, the ATP C- written already ATP, CTP completed I can do the ATP multi or single
4: Awesome, yeah. awesome. We don't we don't do not do seaplane training Or astronaut training Not yet Well no, no, not no. yeah. That's down yeah. the road
1: But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll do that soon Also Fallon Aviation You mentioned uh, What yep. is that? Yep Fallon Is it Fallon, Fallon Aviation?
6: Pi- Fallon Pilot Shop, Fallon, Pilot Shop. Yep. Fallon Aviation is the
4: I think Fallon aviation. Is the yep. website But yep. Fallon Pilot Shop Uh, And so, yeah, they—they're giving me a thumbs up over there. Yeah, they sell everything, uh, all your pilot supplies Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Good, good. Just want to reach out to
1: that And we Just have another minute or so I just want to say This is great that you're doing this You're really inspiring other pilots David and I think Derek I think what you're doing Is is moving people forward By your example And uh, Not just the example Of you as a flight instructor But what you, you've done With your flight school It's a testament uh, To you as a person To have built that Culture And that organization So hats off to you on Thank that you. Thank you're you You're definitely going to come by I want to go Yeah go come fly by Let's Duchess. go fly Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure Or the Cirrus actually Yeah the Sears is great. i in a while. Yeah, yeah. that. Oh, God, what a sweet airplane. Just don't get me too close. I might want to get one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking here. Carl, thanks so much for hosting yeah. this for us. Yeah. So, thanks oh, for, for having us. Great. Yeah. Oh, it's, it. it's, this is so wonderful, you know, having this here. And I know it's you've only been doing this, and I just got one minute left. Uh, as far as you personally, how's this changed you and changed your life, this podcast?
4: Um, I, So, this is coming up to me as... Possible career move time. Like I love, I love what I do. Um, I'm good at it, but it, it it just my my day job is just kind of a day job these days. And I'll keep doing it as long as I have to. But I mean, I really really love to be in aviation as a career, and this is an opportunity for that. Cool, cool.
1: And uh, Derek, I know this has probably changed your life also.
6: It's fantastic. It's a great experience. It's great to work with Dave and meet a lot of new friends and kind of growing uh, the aviation community quite a bit team has D- been inspirational to a lot of the students and instructors as well. So. Awesome. Couldn't
4: well, get. great. Thanks for coming. Website I, again. Thanks for having us. Uh, uh, YouTube.com slash flight review and also uh, flyingwithpurpose.com. listen to Sun and Fun Radio 1510 AM streaming on
1: liveatc.net slash SNF.
5: We'll be right back. This is Larry Overstreet from the Stuck Mike Avcast, celebrating Sun and Fun Radio's 25th anniversary. You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, WPEP 788, 1510 AM, and online at liveatc.net SNF. You can experience great art and architecture in Central Florida. There are 13 remarkable Frank Lloyd Wright structures on the campus of Florida Southern College. And while you're there, you can enjoy one of Florida's top ten museums, the Polk Museum of Art at Florida Southern College, which offers outstanding exhibits by renowned artists from around the world. More information is available at flsouthern.edu slash flw and polkmuseumofart.org.
7: While we all have good views of the action here at Son of Fun, if you're a professional photographer looking for the best views possible, then you will want to check out the preferred photo seating area. This area allows an unobstructed view of the air show and other event activities. It's located adjacent to the preferred seating along the flight line and the air show announcer stand, so you know that's where the best of the action is. There is an extra fee of just $30 in addition to the event
5: admission, and more details are available at flysnf.org. Sun and Fun thanks our sponsor, Magnus Aircraft. You can see the Magnus Fusion 212 in Paradise City Booth LP1 near the food court. The Fusion 212 is a reliable, economic, comfortable, affordable, composite, light sport aircraft with aerobatic capabilities. Its structural load limits of plus 6 to minus 3 Gs paired with its light and responsive controls make this an ideal choice for flight schools and pilots alike. You can sign up for a demo flight or learn more at the Magnus Booth LP1 or online at MagnusAircraftUSA.com.
2: The Aerospace Discovery at the Florida Air Museum is open year-round. During the Sun and Fun International Fly-In and Expo, guests can visit the museum to participate in a variety of content. Educational days include keynotes from an assortment of specialists in the field of aviation, speaker presentations as well as award ceremonies, are among the many activities offered daily at the Florida Air Museum during the Air Show. Please check out our daily schedule for more information on events and activities during Sun & Fun. Search Museum.
3: Every afternoon, Tuesday through Sunday, Sun & Fun is proud to present the Daily Air Show, brought to you by Shell and AOPA. You can join us at the flight line for exciting air show performances with highly skilled pilots flying all types of aircraft. The daily air show lineup includes a variety of aircraft such as ultralight paramotors, gliders, World War II fighter planes, modern aerobatic and race planes, as well as military fighter jets. The displays of masterful flying will delight the crowd every afternoon all week long.
4: Lakeland Linder International Airport welcomes you to the Sun and Fun International Fly-In and Expo. This week, Lakeland is the busiest air traffic control tower in the world with over 10,000 aircraft operations. The airport is at the center of a super region representing the 10th largest economy in the U.S. Over 75 organizations call the airport home, employ over 1,500 people, and generate an annual economic impact of over $574 million. Thanks for visiting. Please come back soon. More info is at lakelandairport.com. Your paid admission to the Sun and Fun fly-in includes access to aerospace discovery at the Florida Air Museum, Florida's official aviation museum and education center, which features a dynamic display of the best examples aviation has to offer, including one-of-a-kind designs, classics, ultralights, antiques, and warbirds. The museum is open daily during the fly-in from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m and we're back and at sun and fun
2: radio we are live at 1510 on your AM dial or streaming live on atc.net slash sun and fun All right, now as we start to get toward the twilight of this we've been skipping one very important podcast and I want to talk about it because we've talked about you know how to start flying we've talked about what to do after you get that gorgeous piece of plastic. We've had people talk about um, different functions of aviation and different aspects from, you know, the big boys at Boeing down to cartoon strips. And uh, we've talked about uh, all sorts of parts of flying. But what we haven't talked about is what if you want to make a living at this? (laughs) And so I'm joined by a guy you haven't heard before, Carl Valeri, of the... Aviation Careers
1: Podcast Gee, Carl, welcome to the show (laughs) Well, I'm so happy to be your guest I won't even have to move my seat, will I? I've been sitting here all night It's great to be here And it's, you know, one thing I I think, and again, a shout out to you for doing this This is great, this open pod night uh, Bringing everybody into the fold of aviation And that's what we're trying to do You talked about the careers We're going to talk about that in a minute But uh, this is just so exciting Um, I made a career out of aviation And uh, I've always made money with it since and just stumbled upon doing this And we, became, we were able to make enough money To be able to host such an event And it's really been a blessing
2: And before you throw any more laurels at me Let's make sure we understand That Sun and Fun Radio And one each Dave Shellbetter Yes Is the father of the feast here mm-hmm. He is And it was he who reached out to me And said hey I got this idea Let's call it op- you know, Open Pod Night, or as we refer to it, Open the Pod Bay Doors, mm-hmm. and the podcasts come out.
1: Yeah, I like, I like that you know, analogy And uh, one of the things uh, Hats off to him For being creative enough To do that But uh, but yeah, we uh, Aviation Careers Podcast We also have somebody With us and all Yes, introduce we do because, We've got Introduce but, Russ Yeah, Russ Rosleski Who is somebody Who's not a consistent host on He's not a permanent host But he's guest hosted a lot And wait, wait. the reason being Definition and, He's not consistent When he's on Yeah, he's not consistently on as Oh, I mean. okay, This sorry. is what happens When you're like Two and a half hours Into a podcast And have a beer You know? <laughs> But he is, he's actually been on the podcast a few times and as to what he does in aviation, but also he's interviewed people. He's a, he's a, a great co-host on the Stuck Mike cast, and also a great advocate for aviation and aviation careers. Hey, Russ, welcome to the podcast.
7: Yeah, thanks, Carl. Uh, I had some dinner. Yes, <laughs> it was nice. I don't know if you got to eat at all. but uh, Got a couple but, of slices. Yeah, but now now I'm back. So yeah, Aviation Careers podcast, yeah, I, it, it's a corny saying maybe, you know, I'm not just a The president, but I'm also a member. I'm not just a guest co-host, but I'm also a listener to your podcast. And and I've learned about so many different types of aviation careers through the interviews you've conducted and the guests you've had on. And it's just, it's really opened my eyes to all these different possibilities. And, And that's the kind of stuff that I think people like to hear about your podcast.
1: You know, one of the reasons we, we started this is just like you said, we wanted people to realize there's more in the aviation world and aerospace in general than just flying the airplanes. You know, everybody talks about the pilots, but there's so many people out there that create that flying event. And those are the people that are mechanics, the flight attendants, the people that actually repair the airplanes after they're damaged or they actually fix the jetways or they're the person that's taking your ticket at the counter. It's everybody that's involved in aviation, the IT department. Department There's so much That happens It's like an Orchestra That makes That airplane Fly That's why You have so Many employees In an airline
2: And things That I've learned From there That I didn't Realize was That like Being an Aircraft Dispatcher is a rating You have to take An oh, FAA yeah.
6: test for
1: it Same as the pilot does It's same. same yeah. it, Oh yeah It's the same exact thing There's two people In an airline environment And that's the pilot in command And the dispatcher Those two people Have to agree As to that aircraft And that flight environment Being safe So they can take off From their origination airport To the destination airport
2: Right And you always think Of a dispatcher As just a guy uh. Who's filling out the forms And you know Looking at an Excel spreadsheet And pumping it out And it's like no, this is there. There's a lot. It's a certified position.
1: Yeah, I started to duck when you started saying that because I know there's a lot of dispatchers out there listening to us, and I'm glad you finished that sentence because they they hate the fact that people just think that you know that they, they think no, it's just doing it, that. It's it, so much more. So it's much more. So much more. And there's and an art to
2: it. There's you know? an art to it, and but I keep coming back to the fact that unlike being, if you will, the. um the, I don't want to call them the ticket taker, but the person at the front desk mm-hmm. who's booking the flights, like you know, a, like a travel like agent. A customer
1: service resident. Right. Ser-
2: right. They're not FAA
1: certified. No. But the dispatcher, y- yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a tough test. It's a hard, really tough test. It's like the Air Transport pilot license that you need to fly for the airlines. It's that same type of certificate that you need, except you don't have to fly the plane, but you have to know everything else.
2: Right, and there's all these careers. Mm-hmm. Um, when I speak to women in aviation, I'll, and then I'll be very targeted, when I speak to young ladies right. you know, who are uh, unable to vote yet, let's, let's give you the target audience, and I remind them of one of the things I go is, and oh, I just spaced her name, is... Peggy Chamber? Uh, no, um, it was like, girls, do you like shopping? And they're all like, well, yeah, and I went, well, and fashion, and I'm like, oh, and then the girl... The junior, vi- her rank is junior vice president, which, oh, by the way, that's a six-figure salary, <laughs> whose job it is at Delta, and there's one at United also, to figure out what the, the flight attendants and pilots are going to wear, mm-hmm. you know, and how to purchase that. And that's like, that's a career in aviation. That's fashion
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, shopping, but fashion and it's not something trivial.
1: No, it isn't. It isn't
2: because we just went through that with I think it was unite. Um, which oh. one was it that had the yeah, uniform yeah, that caused yeah. the itching?
1: Uh, huh. Remember, there's there been was a few actually,
2: right? But there was I a big thing about that, and they had to go back because the material was sourced incorrectly.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and, and those those stories those happen. I mean, and, but the uh, point being <laughs> is, there's a career for a. F- For somebody Oh yeah Oh yeah there is And one of the things We we try to do Is really inspire people To look into those Careers And try to decide On their own Whether it is for them Because they might decide This is really What I want to do And a lot of times You don't know those things And the reason you don't know them Is there's no example A a good example Is women in aviation I think a lot of times There's not many women In aviation Because nobody's actually Introduced them to flying Another female Or somebody at At a young age And now they're finally Doing that And that's why you know Aviation Careers Podcast Is a big sponsor of women in aviation And we became a corporate sponsor Because they are open to everybody They're telling everybody Yes, you can fly It's not just women out there They're promoting women They're telling everybody you can fly Including women The airplane doesn't know who you are Or what gender you are It just knows that you're a pilot in that seat And that's a really important thing to realize And there's so many great uh, Lessons to learn from other females that are out there I can talk as a male uh, About the challenges of of being a pilot But uh, I can't talk about The challenges of being a female pilot It's best to do that with another female Uh, There's certain things that they go through Uh, A great example is I've never been pregnant I've never had a baby So if I can't, I I understand it And the concept, And I look pregnant, that's different But uh, I understand the concept But I I need someone who's who's been through it Who's actually flown the line And has, has flown the line while they were pregnant and, and worked through all those things So that's what we do We talk to those type of people uh, But it, this has really been a, a life-changing event for me This podcast It really is really Right, has. and
2: the thing I point out that I, When I love talking to the young ladies of aviation Pointing out to them is that Oh, by the way, the pay scale says captain. It doesn't say captain, comma male right. or first officer, comma female. Oh. It just
1: says first officer. You know, that's a, it. Brings up a really good point. This is one of those careers where the females are paid exactly the same, no matter what, to the males. There, there is no difference. Remember, we're, we're all. Pay- you can look on the internet what I get paid at the airline. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a female. It's based on how many years you've been there. It's based on your hire date that's it. So is there a glass ceiling for, for females in it? No, it's just, it's, it's in your mind how far you can go. And if you have another female that's out there and, and you know, trying to encourage you and a person like myself trying to encourage you, you will, you will get to that goal. And speaking on those those jobs in aviation, I think one of the things that we, I hear so many times is I never thought that I could do it. I, I'm, too, uh, I'm too, I'm a female. I can't do it. I'm, I'm overweight. I can't see as well. I might have diabetes. I have all these different challenges. That's what we do. During the whole podcast, is talk about those challenges. Well, that,
7: that's right, and we all know you, you mentioned some of the challenges. People think, well, we all know people with those challenges. I mean, there are plenty of one-eyed pilots out there. Right. Uh, I, I've known some. There are pilots with one arm, one leg, no legs, no legs, yeah. no arms. Uh, so th- there's all these, these possibilities. I mean, you know, if someone with no no arms can fly an airplane, well, certainly. Certainly, you can, right? Right. Right. Uh, With whatever whatever you you problems you think you may have, uh, they can Mm -hmm. certainly overcome. And and we've talked with uh, a lot of people like that on on your podcast on aviation careers, is uh, you know the challenges that people have faced in in their career moving forward.
1: The great thing about having Russ out there is he he's uh, out there in an environment. He's involved in general aviation and corporate aviation. He gets some some really cool interviews, and that's one of the reasons I want to bring you up here is the fact that even though you aren't a, a permanent host on, on our masthead, he is a very important part of the podcast because he gets those those uh, interviews.
7: I like coming in every once in a while when I'm invited, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you cleared that up because all I f- at first
2: heard was there's yeah.
7: Russ. He's just out there. Yeah,
1: you know, he, he well, <laughs> yeah, he kind of is out there. There, but yeah. that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you what, get what, any? Um,
2: how much? I don't want to use the word pressure, but them net na- your different so you know Acme Flight School, you know net na- you know nagging you to you know oh we want you to do a story about us or we so, want to be a sponsor. <laughs>
1: it's funny you said that. So um, I I you know I really love all the people that come on the show and I I would you know i encourage everybody to come on um, but really what's been happening Is not so much the, the flight schools as it is the airlines uh, Getting a lot of Airlines that want to be on I've had an airline fly in just to be on the show And uh, we set up a, the studio And interviewed them uh, Just talked to a couple airlines today I, I don't want to use the word nagging uh, And to those listening right now I know uh, some of my sponsors out there That we really like you nagging us Saying hey I want to get on the show When can?" I, and it happened today Joey <laughs> You're listening I know uh, and, and we brought them on the deck and he had an important story to tell uh, because they always do and they're telling people hey you can do it and uh, the reason they want to be on the show is because this is their audience these are the people that are thinking about getting into this
2: right and there's a difference there is that when an airline or someone else shows up they're the ones looking to hire somebody Mm -hmm. as opposed to acme flight school you know you know trust us we taught the coyote to fly what could go wrong
1: so uh, sometimes we it's a challenge Bringing a flight school on uh, Especially some of the larger ones We've tried to get certain ones on I always get the same questions About certain flight schools Especially the larger ones out there uh, You know, I have my opinion Other people have opinions What I'm trying to do Is get people on That can explain What their experience was uh, Not just my opinion And uh, those, those a lot of times They're hard to get on sometimes uh, be, Because of the liability Remember you talked about liability uh, fi- uh, Here's another great example Finance uh, it's hard to get somebody To talk about finance On the show I talk about finances All the time I don't mind talking I'm not you know, I'm not a financial counselor At all Not a stockbroker, et Etc You know I can say certain things Like save as much money As you can That kind of thing And this is how much It's going to cost you And that's what we do As a financial plan When we coach uh, But the financial institutions Because of what happened before where people were actually paying for their ratings and they never got them, and the school closed down, and they still were on the hook for thirty, forty thousand dollars. Now they get borrow another thirty, forty thousand dollars to go out and fly again. That's uh, that's a nefarious act, and uh, when we point it out, uh, I get hate mail every so often about it. Uh, The other thing I get hate mail about Used to get hate mail all the time about Is the the pilot shortage And uh, I've been talking about it for so many years Because it started years ago And now uh, most of us are finally talking about it There's a shortage in, in many industries
2: Well and the question that has hit on every podcast Is the question Is there a pilot shortage Or is there a pay discrepancy?
1: So I'm the one that Everybody hates when I say There is no Pilot pay shortage Uh, Usually the guys That are telling me that Are the millionaires And you know And that's a lot of people I tell them When you come on my show And I get you ready For an airline career You will be a millionaire Um, And if you're an airline pilot You are They're the ones Complaining the ones That are making Three, four hundred thousand dollars A year Saying that no There's a pay There's a pay shortage Uh, And I know Alpa They've uh, very much Been opposed to what I've been saying Uh, It's not that We are giving people Opportunity to fly and get experience. That why that's why the pay is low in the beginning. It's not just our career, it's many careers. Has the pay come up? Somewhat. And I say somewhat and the reason I say that is because you've seen bonuses. You're getting having bonuses thrown out there. You're still seeing people being paid $35,000 a year, that's not much money. Right. So, uh, and your skills, yes, they're important. But if you talk to that same airline pilot that's making four dollars or $500,000 a year, they're the ones that are, you know, complaining that there's this pi- pilot pay discrepancy. And, uh, okay, and I do Okay, because I right want
2: to, let me expand on this question because we got about f- four more minutes before we can go on. He said, um, what I was getting at, though, is that, you know, if you're not careful, you're coming out with the set of skills mm-hmm. and the paperwork that goes along with those skills, and I'm carrying a hundred grand debt, right. and my entry level is the same I had to make if I was the assistant manager at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, that's which true. Which is a walk off the, which is literally a walk off the street, maybe six months of internal training.
1: Yeah, definitely that's right now, And you can't d- deny that But, you know, in 5, 10 years When you're making 200000 a year Then I ask people to come back and talk about it You know, come back and, and tell me how, What has that done for you? And that's where I try to go with it Is the fact that And I'm not afraid to talk about salaries I guess a lot of people are So, oh, you can't talk about that you know, I, I get uncomfortable with people all the time And I don't ask them specifically what they make But just in general I always get this question You know, what do airline captains make? What do airline pilots make? Yeah, I get the statistics there are, you know making 156 Or something like that Median that Obviously If you're an airline pilot Listening you know You make a lot more than that A captain is making Two, three hundred thousand A year uh, But one of the things You have to look at Isn't today But you have to look at Tomorrow Five years from now Etc It's the same argument That I, I use about Going to college I, When I used to Drive a tow truck And repair cars In high school my The owner said Hey why do you want To go somewhere else You know you're going To go and get into debt And you're going to Make hardly any money When you come out You're making Really good money here And I did I made, I made more money There than I did when I got out of college But two three years later I was making a lot more money So that's a similar (laughs) argument but I I get it I I know what you're trying to say
2: And I want to I'm going to bring it right back around To a different career is that there are People and I'm going to equate it a little bit to my background In the military but there are people at United Who are in their Personnel department or human resources We call it the S1 shop That are actually Looking at and programming out when are these guys retiring? You know, oh, yeah. yeah, programming out <laughs> retire. You know, what are my projected losses in 2020, 2021, 2022? Okay, I've got to start bringing it. You know, in the military, it's like, oh, I need to start bringing in first lieutenants or second lieutenants. Oh, wait, that's a four year process. Exactly. So I got to start looking four and five years deep as what are my projected. Needs are going to be, yes, and there are, and again, careers in aviation. There Mm -hmm. are people whose whole job is to figure this out across, you know, flight attendants. You know, how many flight attendants do I got? What is my medium? Blah, Blah 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 blah. And oh, by the way, going back to corporate and saying, hey, the average age of you know, our flight attendant, uh, you know, good news, bad news, our flight, bad news, our flight attendants are aging up in the seniority. And therefore, here's what I estimate your your personnel budget's going to be. Oh, the good news is, in about three years, we're going to have a draft. We're going to have to start programming now because our median age is going to drop. Twelve
1: years, right, right, and and that's something that I, I think that they all the airlines do, but they have a even more solid one with the pilots is at sixty five they have to go, right. Uh, so that's but, a real good. That's it's easier for them to do that. But I, I get what you're saying though. And there's and they somebody do. doing
2: that sure though. There that's what oh, I mean. There's a career of somebody sure sitting is. in there. Doing personal
1: management And you know If you want to get Into that career And others They all cost money And, And that's something That I get questions About all the time There was something I had to do And I wanted to do To move the needle On that And I said well tell you what, let me just put a scholarships guide together and and help people so they don't come out with $100,000 in debt, that type of thing, or uh, or 50000 whatever it is. So I said, can we get them to the point of having all their ratings or getting them an MBA in management and aviation without them having to pay for it? And we'd, we'd finally put that together, and it's taken many, many years. Uh, my mom actually helped me with this and inspired me because of that. You know, what you just said about... About paying for the training, because I watched my mom help people uh, do applications to get into school and to move forward in their careers, and I said, "Okay, how do we find scholarships?" We just go out there one at a time and put them in the guy. We have over 50 million now, and uh, and people can actually. Go to that guy for only ten dollars, and they get a whole year, one year access to that, and they can actually get all their flight training paid for, which is really cool. It's 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 kind of turned, you know, pushed the needle a little bit, and it's something I unfortunately my mom didn't actually get to see it published, and I always, you know, w- thought about yeah, I wish I could know if she was proud of it, uh, but I do know one thing: she always told me to keep always trying to make it better, and that's what we do.
2: Okay, now. In the career podcast, have you talked about, because I keep getting away from being a pilot because mm-hmm. everybody that's what everybody thinks, and I'm like, airport management?
1: Oh, yeah. Airport management uh, and flight attendant management. Uh, we talked about engineers, right? There's design test engineers. Uh, there's design repair test engineers Those guys that design the repairs And the airplanes that don't have repairs That are already uh, in the books On how to repair something That's kind of odd And uh, somewhere and <laughs>
2: and <laughs> this week The the concept of
1: software engineers Seems to engin- be
2: bubbling up in oh, the news yeah. In conjunction with aviation Sure,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah But uh, but there's so many other ones out there The flight attempts I've had on in the past Have been, been wonderful and the, uh, Even in photography We've had aviation photographers on Uh, We've had broadcasters We've had all sorts of different types of jobs that are out there There's uh, teachers A lot of people don't realize you can be a teacher Being a flight instructor uh, You can be a teacher in one of the universities You can be a a teacher at one of the big airlines And teach many different things Whether it's uh, crew resource management Threat and error management Uh, We can talk about weather I just went
2: through at NBAA Fire training Yes, where they had fire a, training yeah. Where they had There was a firefighter And we had a simulated cockpit And they, you know With real fire
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You know
2: Put the latrine on fire And I had to go fight it With the smoke hoods. Scary th- Yeah, there was real fire I know. It was like,
1: tot you know, know. It could burn you and, and and when you do Your survival training Jumping in the water When it's cold right. You know Realizing that You're not well, gonna be able To catch your breath Carl Tell us where we go To find this podcast Easy to find Aviationcareerspodcast.com And obviously The other one Stuck Mike Avcast That's more of a General aviation podcast About living and learning to fly But uh, we One of the things That I really like To stress to people is that it's an informational, it's, inf- it's inspirational, it's also a transparent podcast, and, and I, I just always tell people to do one thing today to move forward in their career. Just do something now to move forward, whether it's just looking, listening to a podcast or asking somebody a question about aviation, picking up a book, going on the Internet, searching on something that you want to do, do something, do something now, do something today.
2: Well, we're coming to the end of our allotted time and I want to bring back on deck Like I have authority to bring hey. back on deck <laughs> You know, it's, it's He controls the vertical He controls the horizontal
1: um, But Carl is already here Wow, And yeah, almost horizontal I didn't realize what time it was
2: Yeah, I want to bring back Dave Shellbetter And on Mike. I've already said it And thank you for reaching out And hosting this And having, you know, this
1: idea
8: Yeah, this is awesome Well, thank you guys for for making it happen, and I can't say a a huge enough thank you to... Valerie Aviation for sponsoring, stepping up and sponsoring Absolutely. last minute. Literally, last minute. We were in the process <laughs> of picking up what we needed for the night. And and Carl where came in the we, If sponsoring. we
2: wanted to thank Valerie Aviation, what's their
1: website? Or uh, Just uh, com. That's it. And, and stuckmikeavcast.com. No, no, no. Aviation we first. want to talk about Valerie. Yeah, Valerie Aviation. Aviation. We, we do many just different things consulting, uh, We uh, providing pizza. And pizza. And Can I say beer? Yeah And and other beverages And to to the folks here And uh, big supporters of aviation And all things uh, That support young people Doing what they want to do And fulfilling their dreams really is what we do And Valerie Aviation Not not just a consulting firm We've been doing this since 2003 uh, I think is when we first incorporated And uh, we've started getting into Flight training That type of thing We uh, have many different websites I don't even know all the names of them uh, Courseware That type of thing And it's really one of the things that I've, I've actually uh, been a love and a passion for me to do and it's enabled me to meet so many wonderful people. And like you guys, uh, I never would have had this opportunity without having Valerian and, uh, and the, all the people that are involved with it. There's so many people behind the scenes that do so much more than I do. Uh, just, you know, Russ Russ Bonchu. I want to shout out to him. He's the guy that actually uh, goes out there, and he's the scholarships coordinator that does a lot of heavy lifting in Cleveland, Ohio, and, uh, and he never gets to go to any of these shows. I should get him out here
8: someday. You should bring yeah. him out. Yes, and, I know. Dave? Hi. Yes? Who's the man behind the Brian? Command? Brian. Who's Brian is one of my longest yes. volunteers. Brian's been with me since the early days back in the old, when we were back in the shed behind the FAA building. Wow. Because Brian's Brian, been Brian here a keeping us
2: squared,
8: keeping us legal, reminding us we got to do station IDs and... Well, Brian, Brian is a is a broadcast professional. He makes his living behind an engineering board a whole lot more. I've seen Brian's <laughs> workplace, and, and are we okay to say the name, Brian? Yeah, Brian's giving us on uh, WEDU here in over in Tampa, the educational TV channel. Amazing, and channel. Uh, they they actually I, I'm pretty impressed because they I'm on antenna here. I, you know, I don't have cable or satellite or anything in the camper, and that they have like five channels, four HD channels, three, five, six. Six H D channels wow. and good stuff. I mean I find myself turning them on and watching them and it's a great great thing. So Brian Mehe who's an engineer extraordinaire, does a great job for us, has So for he's years. doing
2: the electronic equivalent of camping in the woods when he comes here to work.
8: Oh yeah, this is a this is a walk in the park. Brian's like, Oh, all I have to worry about is audio. Oh, this is <laughs> no. nothing. This is nothing. And Brian likes the night shift, uh, you know, which is good because you know I can't it's hard to find somebody who wants to work late into the evening like this. <laughs> he likes the night shift. He he can manage himself to come out and spend time wandering around the air show during the day once in a while i I know he doesn't do it every day but he does get out here early and wander around the show and then comes in to to do his shift here at the station but i want to say a huge shout out again to to carl valeri and and valeri aviation for sponsoring our very first open pod night and i don't have to ask if it was a success or not because we allotted two hours for this and we're wrapping it up into the third hour wow so um, I, we might. it's okay if we break the exact nine a little bit. I want to remind everybody, when we talk about sponsors, we've got a new sponsor for the morning show, and that is Method 7 Eyewear. Uh, Method 7, and uh, it's funny because we have all this stuff around, we've been Facebooking and, and tweet spacing and whatever else you crazy kids call it nowadays, but uh, all social media we've been saying, win, win a free pair of sunglasses and... Robert Erickson just pointed out to me that their big thing in their booth is don't call them sunglasses. <laughs> but uh, you can go, you can win a free pair. We're, we're going to start giving them away tomorrow. We're giving away two pair tomorrow, two pair Saturday, two pair Sunday. So you need to get your name in for the drawing. Go to snfradio.com. Click on the 25th anniversary giveaway. A huge shout-out thank you to Method 7. For sponsoring our morning show and being a part of our family the CEO was by today, did he get yeah, his interview today? Yes, we did I missed him. I hope I, I was wanting Amazing. to come up and do the interview Amazing and I got like tied up. I got chair, you know chairman duties keeping me away from the deck. but a huge shout out, thank you to method 7com for sponsoring our morning show. And uh, we've got some get friends that are coming in Some other sponsors I'm just going to jump in Their beautiful deck here at Sun and Fun Radio Was sponsored in part by Aviators Hotline Shoreline Aviation Insurance FlySassy.com F-L-Y-S-A-S-I.com Women in Aviation International And our friends with the IMC Club in Randolph who uh, used to do a show here From our back deck So uh, we want to thank all of our deck sponsors We want to thank all of our advertisers I want to say a personal thank you to my volunteer crew. Um, my co-chairman of Live Air, Carl Valeri, my co-chairman of Editing, uh, Roy Brewer, and my co-chairman of Recorded Content, being, of course, at Larry Overstreet from Twitter. I am Dave Shellbitter. I am chairman of Sun and Fun Radio. I am a 41-year volunteer, 25 of that I've spent running this station. We are going to go ahead and go into our overnight loop, and just in 10 hours, Dave Allen and Mike Ladd will be back with the morning run-up. You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, WPEP 788, 1510 AM, and on the World Wide Web at liveatc.net slash SNF. Mr. Brian, why don't we give Hal the con? Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed listening to that part
1: three of the Sun and Fun Open Pod Night. Uh, That was the last of the three. We broke it up into three one-hour episodes. It went long. We didn't realize it was going to take so long to go through all the podcasters. It was awesome having them all there. It's incredible, the camaraderie amongst all the podcasters and the passion that everybody brings to the aviation world. Well, we're going to come with the actually live, our actual live episode with all the folks from the Stuck Mike Avcast where we bring people up and have discussions on different topics. And that'll be our next episode of the Stuck Mike Abcast coming up soon, right after this one. So stick around, and we'll talk to you next episode. Safe
0: flying. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast.